Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Back in here, FP is in for Mark Willard. Happy birthday, Mark Willard. I know you're out there listening. Get well soon, my brother. We will see you tomorrow. We were talking about similarities between these two teams and so similar that up in 10 minutes, we're going to play a little game of Mystery QB. The guys behind the glass have cooked up a little sound, and it's going to be up to you and I to figure out which quarterback is being discussed in this sound clip. That's coming up at 3.15, FP. Eric Kippel. Great. You, you just spoiled the bit right there. Eric Kippel. It is Eric Kippel. Eric Kippel. Is it Eric Kippel or is it uh, J.T. O'Sullivan? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Former Niner, former Lion. We'll play that game. Gio uh, Carmazzi. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that he ever took a snap, but we'll play that sound coming up at 3.15, and we will take a look at who the quarterback is, who's the mystery quarterback in the sound clip. You're real tough during the break, FP, and I wonder if you have the courage, and I, I said to Lucas that you won't, you won't have the courage to bring that that kind of heat that you were spitting during the break to the air. Dude, I spit it for four hours yesterday. I'm worried about the Lions. But this is my shtick, dude. I do it every week. Not every week, but when the, whenever the Niners have tough competition, I'm, I'm literally worried about the Lions. If you had asked me this three or four weeks ago, I didn't think the Lions are the team they are right now, but they have so much momentum. Jared Goff's playing at the peak of any time he's ever played in his life. His confidence level, their momentum, I'm worried about this game. Everyone's just like, oh, the Niners are going to roll. The Niners are going to roll. I think so many times this year as Niner fans, including myself, we were overconfident. And I think last week kind of put things into perspective for me that a hot team can come in here and steal a game. And the Packers were a hot team. The Packers were a good team. Love is a quarterback that's on the rise, and I think he's the next guy. And the Niners escape with a win. They have this week to get their S together. But, yeah, it's going to be a dry track. We're all blaming it on the rain. Everybody's blaming it on the weather. The, the Packers were a good team. They came in here and smacked the Niners right in the mouth. And I think the Lions are going to do the same thing. Do I think the Lions are going to win? There's part of me that does. Am I rooting for the Niners? I'm just worried about this game. You're worried about it. I'm worried about it. I'm not going to sit here and say Lions are going to win. I'm not that sure, but I'm, I'm damn sure scared. I, I really you get am. get more scared by the day, too. I think I'm talking myself into it, and that's kind of what I do, and I'm an overthinker, and I overthink everything in my life. You're like, talking yourself into you Lions me, are going to win. You should see me on the chips aisle, overthink what chips I want to buy, because that's my favorite aisle in the grocery store. Very so simple. I, I overthink everything. It's Late not very July. Simple. Late July tortilla oh, those, chips. those are very good. I'm, They're great. I'm a big fan. It's an elite chip. I'm a chip connoisseur. Yeah. Mrs. You, Vicky's Jalapeno. You can't beat them. You if, should if get the, uh, I don't know if you have this, but the Yucca Sim- app. Similar chips. You can use an app called Yucca, where you can scan the item. And it gives you a score from one to one hundred on how healthy it is. Oh, really? Yucca. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it right now. You just start talking. For I me. will start talking. Right. And triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy is the phone number. We're asking about pressure. Who's under more pressure, Shanahan, Purdy, or the D line? And while FP tries to download apps, I don't know how to spell that. It's just Y U C C A, I believe. All right, and you can you can figure it out from there. You're a smart guy. Mark Randy was mentioning this earlier when we were on the phone heading into the show. And if you look at these two teams, they are remar- remarkably similar. You look at the quarterback. Brock Purdy, 267.5 yards a game. Jared Goff, 269. And the completion percentages are close. 
Goff is at 67. Purdy's at 69. Slightly better. Statistically, Purdy 31 and 11 TD to interception ratio. Goff 30 to 12. The quarterback numbers are near identical. Now, Goff had more yards. He played one more game than Purdy. But in terms of overall effectiveness, they're very close. I already mentioned the rushing yards where you had Montgomery and Gibbs combined for 1960, and you add in Reynolds with 179, about 2,100. And you look at the Niners between McCaffrey, Mitchell, Mason, and Debo, it's about 2,100 yards. Almost identical in numbers of touchdowns as well. The big change is in wide receiver. The Detroit Lions had Amon Ross St. Brown be the primary receiver. 119 catches for 15, 15, and 10. Well, the Niners had Brandon Ayuk, of course, who went over 1,000 yards at 1342, but they also had a tight end go for 1,000 yards as well, while Detroit's tight end, Sam Laporta, just shy of 1,000 at 900. So when you make the comparisons, FP, and you go back and forth, QB, close, running game, close, receivers, close, tight end, close, what does it come down to? For me, it comes down to Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, the experienced coach, versus Dan Campbell, who's biting kneecaps, and he's in his first conference championship game. That's where the Niners have the big edge. So the Niners, according to Pro Football Focus, have the number one offense in the NFL this year to go with the number two defense. The Lions have the number two offense and the 20th ranked defense. Yeah, there you go. So, the, I mean, that, that's, a big, that's a big separation. Absolutely. According to NF, uh, NFL So Focus, the Niners, were, number, Niners were one in defense and two in offense? Is that's, that right? That's what, I'm, that's what okay. I'm not reading right now, and that was off the top of my head. Yeah, you came up with that. You yeah, can I, read it. I, yeah, I'm reading it right you here. You gave US, them props. USA Today. You gave PFF the nod that they needed. Yeah. So I, I think that that is an interesting way to look at this game because the Lions' defense, good against the run, terrible against the pass. Niners' defense has been good against the run all year. Now, they weren't great on Saturday against Green Bay, and they weren't great against the pass either at times with a couple of big PIs and a couple of broken coverages that resulted in big plays as well. If the Niners play up to their stats, their PFF stats, then this game should be a blowout. Well, I mean, they're similar because they're the last two teams standing in the NFC. Sure. They're, 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 I mean, they are the best teams in the NFC. So, I mean, let's do this. I, I, this is why I'm scared, Dibs, and, and, and I'm not going to sit here and, and drop stats on you, although I could and I could read them. Uh, but I, I think it comes down to momentum, and I think the Lions have more momentum than the 49ers do. And I think that momentum That is, scares me. That I doesn't think, mean I think they're winning. I'm sorry. I didn't to me, no, no. Momentum is non-existent to me in the NFL. Really? Yes. You're talking about a week later and a trip across the country and two teams that didn't play each other. For me, momentum in football, pro football, is non-existent. Now, if you're playing well, yeah. And both teams, I think, have been playing well. Like you said, both teams are the last team standing. And the 49ers have lost one game since the bye. And that was against Baltimore. They they lost to the Rams, I know, but that to me that doesn't really count because it was your second team against their second team. And the Lions have come in off of a great regular season and back-to-back home wins in the playoffs. So for me, the momentum thing, to give the Lions all the momentum in this game for me is, is misguided, and it's overblown, and I won't stand for it. You're not standing for it? You don't feel like a belief amongst a team in a locker room stands for anything? It's all just numbers and analytics? It does stand for something, but I, I think that you're giving the Lions more self-belief than the Niners have. You know what? I'll give you that because I'm really getting caught up in the Dan Campbell speeches. So much so that I can't. I got to stop watching. I even posted on my Instagram story the other day the one he did at Hard Knocks, where he's talking about like how there's four teams in our, our there's four teams in the NFC that'll get you in the shallow waters, and we're gonna drag them out to the deep water, yeah, and we're gonna drown them. And I'm just like, wow. And I, just, I I'm a sucker for motivational speakers. I'm a sucker for a coach that can fire you up. And they've backed it up. And I think Kyle is more the guy you'd want to play for, right? Because he's not high highs. There's no low lows. Yeah. I feel like Dan Campbell's the guy that if you have a bad game, 
he might look at you different differently because he he seems to be he have a little front runner in him, and usually the more vocal, enthusiastic coaches have that. But there's just something about him and his dynamic and the way he's taken a franchise that was just a doormat for all these years right. and got him to this level. And here we are, Niners fans, and we get upset if they don't play well and lose, or they don't play well and win. Excuse me, and we get upset on how they won, and we like to dissect how they won, and we're upset that they won in a way they shouldn't have won, and they should have blown this team out. And then you have another a fan base more that's a little more blue collar. And yeah, they're hungrier more, for sure. Hungrier, and so I'm a sucker for that. I am. I, I am. I get that. I, and I'm scared of that. And I'm, I'm going to have all my. I'm going to have my big blank Brock shirt on that I wear every Sunday. My red shirt that has a rooster on it. And I'm going to have my Niners hat on. And I'm going to go to my favorite. Well, I'm with the family this weekend. Right. But I'll be screaming and yelling at the TV for the Niners. But for some reason, and anybody that used to listen to my old show, I do this a lot. I overthink things, and I'm a worry ward. This one legit has me worried. FP the Lion Santangelo. Lion King. Yeah, he's starting to love the Lions more and more. I'm going to give you some more fuel. For your fire on the other side, because we had our sister station, 97.1 in Detroit, Karch and Anderson. I know you know the show. Yeah. We got some sound from them, and we've got a caller from Detroit. So we're going to tee them up on the other side, plus Grandy's mystery quarterback sound as well. And we'll see if this uh, feeds into what you're saying about Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. It's a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Friedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit Friedman'sAppliance.com today. FP is in for Mark Willard. We got some sound from Detroit on the other side right here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now. Back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. FP in for Mark Willard today, and we are still diving deep on this Lions-Niner game. And FP's got me a little shaken because FP is all but wearing Honolulu blue over there. He, stop. stop. I'm just being honest. I'm nervous. This is my take. Nervous. It's my honest, authentic take on I, the air. And I appreciate Everyone your authenticity. Everyone thinks I'm like a, a, a Lions fan, and I'm just... I'll, Trust me, I heard it from all my boys on, was it Sunday, that I'm worried about the Lions. They're like, dude, the Niners are going to roll by 20. What are you worried about? This is a lock. (laughs) I know how sports goes, bro. For sure. I know how sports goes. One team's got a lot of momentum. One team played shaky. Like, um, so I'm nervous. So You're I, more I, than nervous. I'm You're... respect. I'm giving the Lions the respect they deserve, and I think like I just wish I don't want to speak for all Niners fans, but I think most aren't. You're kind of Lions footing around what you really want to say. I'm scared of Lions. Yeah, you, I think you should just come out and say what you really want to say. Maybe you can build up to it, and uh, you know, say it with your chest instead of all this dancing around about momentum and this and that. I want you to stand up and be counted, FP. Don't try to sucker me in. 
It's Warriors Wednesday, FP, brought to you by Friedman's Appliance. It's Lions Wednesday, obviously. According to you, it is a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Friedman's Appliance. Never step on the read. A trusted name since 1922. Visit com today. Well, here's something that FP is going to love, because it comes from Detroit. Karch and Anderson show. Talking about Lions fans traveling to Levi Stadium. The more I think about this, and it, and it sounds like you'll be with a lot of Lions fans, the more I think about what Vivid Seats is estimating that 20% of this stadium is going to be Lions fans, 18. the more I really think that's incredible. This is the NFC title game. Now, given San Francisco's been to the last two, they've probably got a, a good chunk of their fan base saying, I'll go to the Super Bowl, but I'm not going to this. I'll save it for the Super Bowl. And the novelty isn't there. The the newness of it isn't there. But if the Lions fans really make up 20% of that stadium, we will notice them. You'll notice them, but I still think you're getting drowned out. None of those people are playing. They're right, not in the game. In terms of the noise and in terms of you know what can make you uncomfortable, and we've seen when the Niners go out on the road, and famously we had uh, Kelly Stafford weigh in on... The sound and how uh, my husband had to go to a silent count at home. That was crazy. It's a famous uh, sound clip that we play because the 49er faithful show up in such large numbers that the Rams had to go silent in their own stadium. It's SoFi South. I mean, right. Levi South. It's but so we fun. won't have that here at Levi Stadium. It's not going to be Ford Field West, okay? Even if you account for 20%, and I think the actual number is 18, you had the number according to Vivid Seats. Yeah. That is a it's a number, but it's not large enough to disrupt. I don't think. No, it's just showing their support. I, I That's so great. I don't I don't know what your your take is, but I, I always like see fans with other jerseys on and like I'm nice to them because they're fans. Oh, I, I, want, I, don't, I don't. I want to fight them. Do you really? No, I don't get I that. Don't. Why fans fight? Because somebody's wearing a different jersey. Like last year, I went to the Cowboys game in the playoffs, and I was like, there was cool Cowboy fans there, and they had the jerseys on. But this whole thing where you want to fight somebody because they have the other jersey on. The the Eagles fans last year when we went back there. To, right. To, yeah. I don't understand that whole mentality. Like you're not playing. Root for your no. team. Be enthusiastic for your team. Don't be obnoxious. Don't like point in somebody else's face when your team scores. Just high five your friends that have the right. same jersey on. Celebrate your team, but don't be that guy that like. There, there was uh, a Packers fan behind me at the bar on Saturday, and he was. Everybody in Wisconsin's the nicest. Like the Midwest, nice. Milwaukee's one of the best stops on the tour. You love going there. And this cheesehead behind me was just so obnoxious the whole game. And I never did the whole "Yeah, we beat you" because I had nothing to do with the game. Right? Like, I was just high five Niners fans when they scored when McCaffrey scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I—that's for the majority of people I think out here. We don't tend to be like Philly fan was last year. I don't know if you ever saw the the video that Bonte and Joe posted. I did. Our boys went out there, and they had people pouring beer on them and throwing hot dogs at them and stuff like that because they came in with a group of Niner fans, and you know they just were trying to go to the game, and yet Philly fan felt like, and you know little kids running up to them and fans using inappropriate language and ra- racial epithets and the like. It's, it's like, I mean, it's a, it's a game, right? Can we just agree that... We have no real impact. You cheer for your team, and maybe if you're loud enough, you you coax Jared Goff into a false start. But other than that, you have no impact on the game. So cheer for your team, respect each other, and and just go home. Yeah, give your team energy. Your team needs your energy. You feed off of that as an athlete. It's like I always say it's like a a, a 70,000 little Bose speakers pointing right at you, and you could actually, they're all pointing at you, and you can like feel. The reverberation yeah. from the fans. You could like feel the energy from the fans. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it right now. But I mean, yeah, I, just just be a fan. Just just have fun being a fan. Here, Dibs, I threw this out a, a, a lot, and I want to I want to get your take on this. Would you consider the Niners' season a complete and utter failure if they don't beat the Lions this week? I don't think that it would be a complete and utter failure, but I think that it would be. I think in terms of success or failure, it's a failure. It's a failure because where you expected to be, and you don't get there. So if you if you're making me choose between success and I am, failure, I, am. I would say it's a failure. And if you asked any of the 49ers, I think that they would say the same thing because you've had a team good enough. You had a quarterback who had an MVP caliber season. I don't think he'll win. You had health throughout the majority of the year. You had home field advantage throughout the playoffs. 
You had the NFC Championship game at home against a team who was a seven-point underdog, and you lost? It's a failure. Now, if you lose in the Super Bowl, different story. Really? Yes. I, I Okay. Because the Super Bowl, to me, is much more of a crapshoot. 888 Yeah, I want to hear this. 95-70. If you agree with me, if you think I'm wrong, success or failure if the Niners happen to lose on Sunday. I do want to get Paul in Detroit on the show because he's a fan. Paul's a fan of the show, living in Detroit. What's it like out there, Paul? You're on the game. Oh, thanks, guys, for taking my call. Yeah, it's uh, 35, rainy and miserable. Oh, wow. California. That's why my dad moved out here. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. Uh, rainy and miserable here, but it's about 54, and it's about to go away for a week, so no complaints. Gotcha. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I, You know, I listen to you all the time. I really like the vibe of the show and the way you guys deliver everything, man. You're just really nice. Um, I fell on you about a year ago, and I, I listen to you all the time. But anyways, I'm calling. Uh, what initiated the phone call was is, about the Lions loyalists, like you said, about the airport. Right now, um, they've sold out Ford Field for over 20,000 people. They paid 20 bucks a pop to go there in person to watch the game. Yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah, those watch and, parties and can be fun somebody, now, Paul. I'm sorry? Those watch parties are fun. Are you going to be out there? No. No, I've, I've never been a Lions fan my entire life, so I'm not a bandwagon fan. I'm not going to jump on it now. I've always been a Steelers fan. And, uh, you know, somebody uh, was on the radio this morning. They drove in from, on, they drove from Windsor and just arrived in uh, Frisco yesterday, uh, uh, this morning, rather. But uh, the reason I'm calling is, you know, um, they, they're calling it the Campbell effect here about changing the mindset of the coaches um, and how they coach the game and going for it on fourth down. And if you look at, like, the Lions, they played the Packers and LaFleur. The Packers. And then Bowles went for it. Ah, geez, Paul, we're losing you. Yeah, 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 Paul, he's we're, a little we're losing he's your good. phone he's, a little he's bit. Still there. He's still there, Paul. We'll give you one more crack. I'm here. You there? Yeah, Paul. Can you just say uh, twenty dollars a pop again for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. We lost you. I was going to ask him Thank what part of Michigan call. he was from. Uh, probably Detroit. You know, it's Paul in Detroit. A lot of areas around Detroit. And he mentioned that uh, somebody drove from Windsor all the way out here to get here for the game. They weren't talking about Windsor north of Santa Rosa. They're talking about Windsor in Canada. Great bars. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you if you've ever been to Windsor. Never but of been course there. Just you've searched, been to Windsor. Searched, you've never been there. Windsor is uh, home of the strip club, if I'm not mistaken. Not sure about that. I've just been there when I was 19. I wish long you were time ago. Long time ago. I mean, the, the level of lying from you. you. You could say Frisco. Frisco's legit, right? Frisco's the new way to say it. You could say Frisco. You can't say San Fran. Everybody says San Fran. San Fran. I can't even say it. You can't everybody say says, San Fran. Everybody, like, everybody outside of San Francisco says San Fran. Like Even the, the, the Lions players are like, yeah, we're going out to San Fran. Everybody calls it San Fran. It's just in the country, but not here. Right, right. That it's would either be, the city. It's Frisco. Just, right. It's not San Fran. It's just or San Francisco. Right. It's Frisco, and I think only people around here call it the city, and you know that's where the city and you have the town and the island and all the rest of it. But it's Alcatraz. It's just island? that's no Alameda would be the island. Oh, I thought it was Alcatraz. No, nah, that's that where the Niners should have put their stadium. Island. By the way, on Alcatraz, not big she enough. Mow that thing over and put the stadium there, and then everybody takes ferries out to the games on Sunday, and then you feed the sharks around the stadium and make it intimidating. I got ideas, bro. Too many ideas. I got ideas. The bro, ADD portion days. of the show is now. <laughs> that here. was brought to you by Adderall, dude. <laughs> FPC. Tangelo. We are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. Head to twitch.tv slash 957thegame and youtube.com slash 957thegame. Watch us live. If anyone swears, you get to hear it. Subscribe to the channel for all your 957thegame content. On Twitch and YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button on YouTube if you like the show. Powered by First NorCal Credit Union. 888-957-9570 is the phone number. FP, asked me a question. Is it a failure or a success if they lose on Sunday? The whole season. How would you sum up the season if they lose to Detroit on Sunday? Disappointment. And, and, no, you, it's not a failure. You don't get to, to change your question because your question... Well, I, you never asked was, me my answer to my own question. It's a disappointment. It's not a failure. You don't get to answer disappointment, right. FP, right. because you, 
you actually you did something hard for the first time all week. Thanks, man. You toughened it up. All right. And you made it a this or that question, which is what I like. Okay. You can't say, well, it was kind of a disappointment. It was a little bit of a bummer. No. It's either a success or no, a failure. Let, let me rephrase then. A success if they win the Super Bowl or a failure if they if anything else. Because it, it can't be a success if you lose the NFC Championship game. The only way, I think, to most Niners fans through their lens is if they win a Super Bowl. If they don't win a Super Bowl, this season is a failure. It, even even Triple if... Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Is it a failure if... See, I don't think it's a failure if you make it to the Super Bowl and lose. That's even a bigger loss. It's a letdown You're right for sure. there for a parade, bro. But you, you get the George Hallis trophy. You didn't have enough self-discipline to go to bed early enough, and you played hungover, and you lost the Super Bowl. Well, it doesn't have to be the way you lose. And I don't know if this team would necessarily go out like that, like the Raiders did back in uh, 2003, when Barrett Robbins went AWOL to Tijuana. Wow. Really? That's oh, great. you knew that, right? I did not know that. Oh, that's, yeah. And he was unable to play. Did he get back? Starting center. No, he didn't make oh, it. Oh, that's right. I he made that. it back, but he was unable to uh, to partake. He missed a meeting or whatever happened led it to where he couldn't play. And then Tampa came out and absolutely dominated the Raiders. And the rest is history. Success or failure? Triple eight nine five seven. 9570. James and San Mateo, what's going on? You're on with FP and Dibs. Hey, guys. Hey, I just want to say, I think with the talent on this team, offensively and defensively, this team is incredible. Anything besides a Super Bowl win, to me, would be a failure because of the amount of talent they have. I mean, they were gifted the first-round seed, the number-one seed, because the refs called ineligible on the offensive line in Detroit. If they had gotten that win, it would be going through Detroit. They would have had the buy. So anything less than a Super Bowl win, to me, is a failure. Appreciate the call, James. Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of Niner fans will come down on that side in terms of, you know, you got to win the whole thing. For me, you, you get to the Super Bowl, and if you happen to lose, you're disappointed. And we're still talking about the Kansas City game. And fans are still blaming Kyle Shanahan for that, for a blown. And this is one of my favorite things that we like to do. They had a 10-point lead with six minutes to go. Yeah, they did, but Kansas City scored with six minutes to go. So, I mean, yes, they had a 10-point lead, but Kansas City, in a moment later, they scored to make it a three-point game. So it's not like they were up 10 with the ball with six minutes left and they blew it. Kansas City was driving down the field and they scored in that game. But the disappointment of that game is still with 49er fans today. I agree. That's the only Super Bowl I've ever been to in my life. I was at that one. Great halftime. Give me the boop. Great great <laughs> halftime show. Tremendous halftime show. And that was in... J-Lo uh, and Shakira. That was in Miami. That was in Miami, yeah. yeah. I was there for the lead-up the week, but I didn't, uh, didn't stay for the game. You know, that's what you do in the media. Radio Row, you stay through Friday... And I even think I stayed through Saturday and then flew home for the game. But uh, Dude, that Mahomes pass was in the air for four minutes. Yeah. It was in the air. It was, seemed like the slow. The one to Tyreek? Yeah, the, it seems like slow motion. You're like, no way they catch this yeah. ball right And that now. was the play where Bosa got held. And yes. I think it was third and 13. I was screaming holding. Didn't have a voice the next day. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. But yeah, no, step I, away. I was, I was screaming holding the whole time. Step away. You, you said you were going to stoke the phones, and you finally did. I told you. With a, uh, a good phone starting question, even though you refused to answer it on your own, which was a little bit of radio cowardice. I was surprised. Yeah, whatever. Don't call me out, dude. I can, I can just sit over here in my corner. <laughs> I'm just a fill-in, bro. Oh, there it is. Just looking at the clock, counting the minutes. <laughs> sure in. Are you sure in? Are you sure in? What's up, sure in? You're on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, it's sure in. I'm calling from Fremont, and I just want to say, with the Niners being good for a really long time, since 2019, I always like to see how easy their path is to the Super Bowl each and every year. And I, f- I feel like this year, I mean, you, you don't have Tom Brady, you don't have Aaron Rodgers. I know the Lions are a good team, so I, I would say it's definitely a disappointment if you don't win the Super Bowl, because this team is, just has so much talent all around the board. I mean, the run game, Purdy, even though Purdy had an off game, you saw what CMC could do, and you saw the defense step up in the second half. So even when this team is not perfect, they could still easily win it all. So that's why I would say it's a failure if they don't. Even if they go up against, well, it'll be Baltimore and Kansas City for sure, but if they go up against Baltimore and lose, do you still think that that's a failure, even if Baltimore would then prove by beating them twice that they're a better team? 
I, I would still say it's a failure because of how dominant they were in the regular season and the fact that they went out and got these big names like Chase Young and CMC. And I, I don't know if this is an overstatement, but I think it's the most, or if not more talented, than the 2012 team that went to the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. That's an interesting comp with the 2012 team. We've been through that in terms of you know, the defense. They had elite linebackers. They had a great defensive front as well. The secondary in 2012 maybe a little bit better, but the offense on this year's team I think is better. But ultimately the 2012 team didn't get it done either. And uh, coincidentally enough, FP, that was against Baltimore too. Yeah, I just have a hard time throwing failure out there for a season that's brought me so many thrills. For a season that's brought me so many like joyous moments. You know what I mean? Like I, I, Maybe I judge my sports differently. I don't judge a season by if you win a championship, that was a success. I think there's so many successes along the line, and maybe you know, you know how hard it is to win one game, let alone a championship, but I think we're, we're all seeing in whatever sport how hard it is to win a championship, even though there's been a plethora of them in this area for a number of years. Like We're used to championships, so right. the mindset and the expectation has been, the bar has been set high, and I think the organizations themselves would tell you like that's how we want our fan bases, but like... There's different ways I see seasons. Like if if, if it, all the thrills that the Niners gave me last year, that was the biggest buzzkill ever in the NFC Championship game against the Eagles when we didn't even get to see what would have happened. We didn't get to we didn't get the right. we didn't get the last chapter of the book. Like that that the, those pages were ripped out because Brock got hurt. So that to me was the that that was a failure in a sense that like I never knew the end of that story. Yeah, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and they lost, but like I never knew how that story is going to turn out because of the injury to Purdy. Like you know, hopefully everybody's healthy on Sunday and we get to see a true ending to the story one way or another. And maybe the ending's in Las Vegas in two weeks. Maybe it's Sunday. I don't know. But I judge successes and failures of a season based on me falling in love with the team, me seeing great moments during the year. There's only one team that goes home happy every year. So if the Niners don't win a Super Bowl, there's no way I'd ever pin failure on the season, ever. See, I, just, I just don't look at it that way. I do in terms of you being the number one seed and the team that has all the expectations. And if you're Detroit and you lose on Sunday... The season's not a failure because you did things that you haven't ever done, or at least in 33 years you haven't done it. And for many people, that's their entire lifetime. And Dan Campbell has taken your team from laughingstock to the penthouse over the course of a couple seasons, two or three years. So even if Detroit goes out now, it's not a failure at all, I don't think. It's a hell of a way to watch sports, Dibs. If my team doesn't win at all, their season is a failure. Like, I can't watch sports like that. you got to live on the edge, though, FP. Well, why why are you a, yelling yourself hoarse at the bus stop No, I mean, if I, you don't care at that level? I'm invested. I'm all in. And I'll be upset if they lose, but I'm just not going to sit there. I'm not the kind of sports fan that goes, if my team, if the Giants don't win a World Series this year, their season is a failure. If the Warriors don't win a championship this year, their season is a failure. The, well, they don't that's have those expectations. Word, and I think that's where, like, for me, if the Warriors don't make the playoffs this year, this season will have been a failure. And you could look at all the things that have happened adversely to them, and you can understand in many ways why it happened. They're getting older. The Draymond situation, the tragedy with Decky, Wiggins, and everything else that's gone on this season, you can look at it and understand. So if they don't win a title, I wouldn't say, oh, it's a failure. If the Warriors make it to the NBA Finals and they lose in the NBA Finals, this season would be a big success based on what their expectations are. And that's where I'm coming from with the Niner team. You have a quarterback on a rookie deal who has an MVP caliber year, and everybody stays healthy for the most part, and then you lose to the Lions? That's a failure. 888 is the number. Tony in San Francisco. What's up, Tony? Hey, you guys. You can't put failure if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, if they don't win the Super Bowl. There's just so much darn luck involved with succeeding in sports. Injuries, some random weird play call that goes totally wrong, some weird call by a referee. A lot of it in the end, when, when teams are so close with their skills, it just a lot of it really just boils down to darn luck. And besides, I don't know, man, I don't know what games you guys are watching, but Detroit looks frightening. They're tackling like they just want to kill you and so is baltimore i geez, those teams scare the heck out of me yeah thank you tony i i think if you lose to baltimore 
it's a different conversation. And this is where maybe FP and I line up a little bit more because the Super Bowl is just one game, 60 minutes, and things can go your way. They can't go your way. You probably should have beaten Kansas City back in 2019. You were in a spot where you certainly could have, but you didn't. And it's disappointing, but I don't look at that year and think, oh, that season was a failure. You made it to the Super Bowl, and that was damn impressive. If this team makes it to the Super Bowl and you lose, it's not a failure. But if you fall at home seven-point favorites to Detroit and you don't even make it to Vegas, I'm sorry, FP. I'm not going to sugarcoat it like some in this room. I'm not just sugarcoating anything. I just look at sports differently. I don't I don't think their season is a failure if they lose the Lions. They're probably not going to lose, so we probably shouldn't even be speaking this into existence. Not that you're worried. I know. I'm worried. I'm terrified. I'm definitely, I'm definitely worried. But the, all the thrills they've given me, all the hard work they've done to get to this point, all the, there's no way. Was last year a failure? Uh, last year was a failure, yeah. But, you, I mean, you can excuse it. Last year, to me, neither success nor failure. Although, I would say last year is a success because you found your quarterback, and I won't put the failure tag on it because of what you said before. You didn't really ever get that definitive result. Now, I think Philadelphia was better, and I think Philadelphia was going to win the game. I said it then, and I've said it every time this has come up since then. There's no way they were better. I think that they were better. Niners win that game by 14 if Brock Purdy's Yes, Yeah, see, I, I disagree. Well, they just win it. I shouldn't say by how many. Yeah, we'll they just never win know. it. They we'll win never it. know. I yeah. thought Philadelphia's defense was much more physical, and uh, that kind of proved itself out with the, the injury to Brock Purdy. Hassan Reddick with the big win against the backup tight end and knocking Brock out. I just think Philadelphia, Philadelphia last year was a different team than they were this year. Agreed. I think that they were better last year than the Niners, but we'll never know. So for me, I look at last year, and I don't think it's a failure. That would have been a road upset for the Niners to go to Philadelphia. I think they were three-point dogs in that game. You go to Philly, you win that game, you don't. And the way they lost it, for me, I can't call that a failure. If you lose at home with a quarterback who's now been through it for an additional year, everybody's healthy, pending Debo and the Debo news, against a Detroit team, an indoor team coming to your house and your seven-point favorites... I'm sorry, FPI. I think that would be a failure. Paul and San Jose will squeeze in one more before the break. No, Paul, I'm going to put you back on hold. I got waved off, and Grandy's right to do so. I lost track of the time. We're presented by Fremont Bank, Grandy. Full-service banking. No compromises. Success or failure for the Niners if they fall on Sunday. We're taking your calls next. Paul, you're going to lead us off if Grandy allows it. It's Willard and Dibbs on 95.7 The Game. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Marowest Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. 
Back in with FP here as we're counting down the hours till kickoff and get ready for the Niners and Lions in the NFC title game Sunday. Get ready with us on 95.7. The game will be live and local starting at 9 a.m. with the Grandy Man, Mark Grandy, and Sterling Bennett leading up to the kickoff show with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal live two hours before the start of the game. Join us at the Hilton Santa Clara for delicious food, great drinks, and the best pregame show in the Bay Area presented by Habits Law. You've been wronged. Habits Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabitsLaw.com. Back to the phones in just a moment, but we have some breaking news. 95.7 The Game Breaking News. We've been waiting for it. FP in the news has now broken, according to Adam Schefter. Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Chargers. Sources tell ESPN the Chargers get their man while the national champions now have a head coaching opening. I know you're a big Michigan guy. This one's got to sting a little bit for you, but congrats to Evan Giddings and all the Charger fans out there. Dude, I'm all about just cheating, winning a national championship, and then getting the hell out of Dodge for as much money as you possibly can. That's it. What a great country. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you got uh, A.J. Hinch, Jim Harbaugh. Who are some of the better cheaters in the modern era? Hey, Jim had no idea what was going on. Come on. A.J.? Uh, Oh, Jim. Jim had everything to A.J. looked the other way, apparently. Right. Apparently. I would love to get your thoughts someday about uh, that Astros. Uh, Those big thuds coming from the, the dude, tunnel. And Altuve wearing a wire when he uh, don't rip off my jersey after I walk him off because I don't want my wire to get exposed. But, we, we could go off on this tangent. I have a lot of strong thoughts Yes, about and you're great at tangents. You can't spell Santangelo without tangent. <laughs> FP Santangelo. Might actually be your new name when you do radio. San Frantangelo. Yeah, but what do you think of this news in terms of the Chargers? Uh, Good young quarterback, Justin Herbert. He's supposed to be elite. He is elite. He just needs a head coach who can come in here and and fix things. And now they get a guy who he's been proven to be a program builder, FP. 89-25 at Michigan, 40-3 in the last three years, three straight Big Ten titles, AP Coach of the Year 2021, and the national champion this year. He wins wherever he goes. Yeah, when he was here, it was frustrating. I thought, it, it, and this is why. It, it, there was a lot of things that were frustrating, and it seems like it seems like I don't I don't know a whole lot about him. I've never met the guy, so this is just from far away perception. I feel like he wears out his welcome quick. That he's an odd bird, and that at first he has like this huge spike, and maybe he's like evolved into a coach that's more of a player's guy because he seemed more emotional than I've ever seen him this year at Michigan. Like really resonating with the players, so to speak. But I, I don't know how his act plays in the NFL. I think there's guys that are good college coaches, but not good pro coaches. I think there's good pro coaches they are not good college coaches. So I, I don't know how his act is going to play. He has won everywhere, but like with the Niners, it always seems like they, they, they were disorganized, and the play calls were coming in late, and there was delay of game calls all over the place, or they were snapping the ball with one second left on the play co- clock. It was so frustrating to watch him uh, coach the 49ers at times. Yeah, 44-19-1. and one. Playoffs in his first three years, eight and eight that last year, and that is the interesting thing, though. FP, what you said about him, you know, kind of wearing out his welcome. His stint at Michigan turned out to be the longest he's had as a head coach. He was there for nine years, but you look at his track record: it was three in San Diego, four at Stanford, four with the Niners. So that's kind of been his pattern. He got to Michigan. He was able to build the program. It's not hard to build it at Michigan. You can get almost any recruit you want, but he did have good sustained success, walks it off with a natty, and now you get to see if he can actually get it done in the NFL. Oh, so close. Back in 2012, losing to his brother, his brother of all people, in Super Bowl forty-seven. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I, I, I don't... I mean, I'm, I was excited. I, it, this is the first time I ever rooted against the Niners because I'm a Michigan guy. My mom went to Michigan, and, and I'm a big Go Blue guy. I was hoping that Michigan got him, and that was the one time I, I wanted the Niners to kind of falter a little bit so that yeah. so that he would go to the maze and blue, and now he's going to... I don't even know what color the Chargers are. Like, what is that? Baby blue and yellow? Yeah, I think so. Just baby That's about blue right. Baby yellow. blue and gold, maybe. Baby blue and gold. kind of the uh, yellow. UCLA yellow. colors. It's yellow. So to speak. It's, 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 it's gold 
if you start to win, but it's yellow while you're missing the playoffs. It's teal and yellow, and he's not going to have any of his own fans. And it, I mean, it's it's the most beautiful stadium in all of sports, I think, right now. The uh, SoFi? Yeah. I have not been there I've yet. heard. Okay. I haven't been, but it seems like it, and that's what everybody says. It's been there. And most Niner fans have been there. <laughs> right, and hopefully uh, for many Niner fans who get a chance to look at one of the other new crown jewels in the NFL down there in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, with uh, the Super Bowl being played there. Which will be a successful season if they get there, according to you. But if they lose, it'll still be a successful season. It will be a failure. Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's the question. FP is like a an American Montessori kindergarten teacher where... Everybody gets everybody gets a trophy if you're FP. You lose to the Lions at home, and you know what? Darn it, it's a it's a success. Have you, a blue you know what, ribbon. Dan, I just happen and to get look, a cookie. I happen to look at sports a little differently than you do because right. I know how hard it is, and I know how hard it is to win one game, let alone win a championship. So when I hit 150 at the All Star break and ended up getting my average to 250, and we didn't make the playoffs, that was a successful season. So I, I judge successful and failure by not if I went home with a ring, by like what we accomplished as a team in the room together. Did we overachieve? Did we underachieve? So kind of making your point for you. Right, right. When, expectation, you. when expectations are high. But I've never, as a fan or a player, judged a season as a success if I won a World Series. Because if we go by that, I've never had a successful season in my right. life. I never won a World Series. Never went to a World Series. Never went to you? a World Series. I went to the playoffs with the A's, and we lost to the Yankees in the Derek Jeter flip game. So... I look at it differently than you do. You were there. But, uh, but were still, you on the field for the flip game? I mean, obviously you weren't on the field because your second team base. was at, at the bat. I've been horrible at stepping on you. i got to lock it in. Um, it, no, you're doing great. No, I talk too much. No, no, Ask no, Mark. no. i, I, I got to wait for you to stop talking. That's how these things work. Um, well, I don't get to talk normally when Mark's here, so I'm a little bit overzealous. Dude, I like it. Yeah. i got a sore throat, so keep going. <laughs> Uh, I went in that game late. I, I, I should have pinch run for Jeremy Giambi, as the story goes. Eric Burns and I were down at one end of the dugout looking at Art Howe on the other end and saying, Art, which one of us is running for Jeremy? Because Jeremy had a pulled hamstring. His hamstring was blue, yellow, red, green, every color you could imagine. It looked like he had attacked by a great white shark. Box of Fruit Loops. Box of Fruit Loops. Is, 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 and I was like, why is he even running right now? And then Terrence Long hit the ball down the corner. We know how it came out. But Burns or I would have been high-fiving our teammates by the time Jeter flipped that ball. Wow. Jeremy was slow to start with. God rest his soul. He was slow to start with, but then he had a pulled hamstring on top of it. So we were on red alert to pinch run for Jeremy the whole game. And here comes late in the game, in a huge game, in a close game against the Yankees. We're up 2 to nothing in the series. We won both games in New York. We come back to the Coliseum. It's rocking. And we know that Jeremy's playing wounded. And one of us is running, but Art didn't pull the trigger. I love Art, but Jer- Jer- Jason was standing next to Maka and Art going, which one is it? Which one is it? Who's going to run? Is it FP? Is it- they got one of them. Come on, Art. One of them's got to run. That's a great Jason. And, and, and neither one of us did. Wow. And Thank her- you for sharing that story. Okay. Look, I, I think I've heard it in the past, but I couldn't remember. And uh, man... You and Burns, how much fun were you guys having down the end of the dugout? We had fun. That team, we had fun. Yeah. That was Motley Crew meets baseball. Let's go back to the phones. Paul, I tried to get you on before, but uh, Grandy blocked me appropriately. So now, Paul, the floor is yours. What happens if they lose on Sunday, Paul? Tell FP. Dog, if they lose on Sunday, this would be an abject failure. Whoever's saying it is not a failure, you're lacking nuance. The Texans, they didn't win the Super Bowl this year. The Buccaneers, they didn't win the Super Bowl this year. Is their season a failure? No, because they did not have a Super Bowl caliber roster. You have to look at these things through the eyes of, I right, who's ready? Who actually has a team to play for? The Chiefs do, the Ravens do, and especially the Niners do. With the hubris that Niners fans walk and talk around all day long, if we don't win the Super Bowl, it's going to be a failure. Because at some point, Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I've been watching football since 2012. If they lose now, that's going to be, what, four NFC championship losses and two Super Bowl losses? I mean, come on. we got to get it done. We can't, we can't clown the Cowboys, but then if we don't win, they ought to have won a Super Bowl more recently than us. It, it doesn't work like that. Thank you, Paul. I so appreciate it. The Bills uh, season isn't a failure then? Uh, the Bills season is a failure. Uh, again, the Bills season is a failure. And it's a failure because they had a home game and they – they had a great chance to to win that game. They should have won that game, and they didn't. They got gifted a turnover on a rule that probably is going to get changed, even though I love the rule, the rule about fumbling it through the end zone and the other team getting it That's as a so touchback dumb. at the 20. So dumb. 
I just I think it's great. Go ahead and fumble the ball anywhere else you want on the field, and you get it back, offense. Even though you were reckless with the ball and you didn't feel like it was important for you to hold on to it, but you fumble it through our end zone, you lose. You lose it, FP. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. It's <laughs> my Willy Wonka right there. That's good. Triple A nine five seven ninety five seventy. If they lose to Detroit, is the season a failure or not? Carl in Los Altos. Carl, set FP straight. Let him know you're on ninety five seven. The game. Hey, hello. Um, I love the Willy Wonka reference there. That's a good one. He Thank looks you, like an Oompa Loompa. Um, so that hurts. <laughs> Sad but true. I ate Chipotle today. I'm um, feeling a little full. So, <laughs> I, you know, picking the winner, it's like, you know, even with all the artificial intelligence uh, tools out there these days, like, it's so hard. Nobody knows. So, I just feel like, you know, this season for the I, I think the Niners are the best team, and they have the best chance of winning the Super Bowl as anyone. But I think the expectations are too high. And I'm just like, come on. Like, you know, if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's a failure. I think that's just crazy. It's just like... The expectations are just you don't you just you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I think they had a great season, even if they don't beat the Niners, or sorry, even if they don't beat the Lions. Carl, what does AI say about this game? Does AI think that the 49ers should win? Um, I, I have not seen any anyone come out with anything. I mean, I'm saying in general, like nobody's using AI effectively right. to predict winners of games and making a lot of money in Vegas. That's a good point, Carl. Thank you for that. And uh, ultimately, the AI would be an AI artificial intelligence. It would be reliant on data that is driven by human performance anyway. So even if there were models that predicted games, I don't know how they could be any more accurate than just the pure happenstance or more accurate than the sharps who go out there and break down actual data and watch games because it ultimately comes down, FP, to human beings. Dude, I'm on my chat GPT. I'm going to see. I'm gonna, you have chat GPT? Yeah, yeah I'm going to see if uh, okay. the Niners win or not. Well, while you look, yeah. I'll tell you that you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM, in HD1, San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Twitch and YouTube powered by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice. <clears throat> Three, two, one. The smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. That's the good people at First NorCal Credit Union, powering our Twitch and YouTube feeds. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 